Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Loosen your belts, put a smile on your face, and relax. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Happy Monday, one and all. We got a monstrously huge show tonight. Steve Gelbach from Channel 2 is going to join us in 30 minutes. Johnny Kilbasa with the final football minute of the year and a fast food review. He'll, uh, of course, talk about last night's Super Bowl. We'll get into that. Tom Brady's greatness. Longoria's greatness. Low T. Chuck returns his greatness from vacation. Uh, but Monday morning, or Monday, it's morning for me. Sorry. <laughs> it's actually 6.08 p.m., but it's morning for me. And we kick off every Monday show with what, Longoria? Let's play Millennial Match Game. Yeah, buddy. Uh, she has just been called a goddess on my Facebook page. She is the queen. Oh. Of Millennial Match Game. She's everyone's around the way girl. It's Randy O'Cray. How are you, Randy? I'm good, Markster. What's going on with y'all on this Monday? Uh, I'm just uh, just happy back behind the microphone. Uh, I ate way too much yesterday at the Super Bowl. What, what did you do for the big game? You know I was in these ATL streets, Mark. I see that. Not <laughs> not wearing a mask, not socially distancing. I did have a mask. I just didn't have it on the picture. All right, all right, all right. Anyway, uh, Randy is the queen of millennial match game. She is wildly funny, super talented, and uh, apparently uh, to a couple dudes on my Facebook page, a goddess. So there you oh go. You have you are now goddess status. Uh, millennial match game, as always, sponsored by our buddies at Rocco's European Garage. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. Uh, Brad joins us in Canton. Brad, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hello, guys. My name is Brad. I'm 27 years old. I got a wife and two kids, and love to work on cars. Look at you, two kids at 27. I had a dog at 27 and a goldfish. You're you're doing you're doing your thing, Brad. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, I also got a dog and cat, too. Oh, excellent. Nice. Uh, you're going to be taking on Jose and Marietta. Jose, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hello, guys. Uh, my name is Jose. Uh, I am uh, working as a structural engineer. Uh, I have a wife and a kid, two-year-old. I am 32 years old, yes. Nice. All right, so we got two married dads on the phone playing a Millennial Match Game. Uh, millennial Match Game, today's edition, guys, are TV doctors. TV doctors. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to say the name of a TV doctor. You guys have to guess whether or not Millennial Randy, when a TV show featured that doctor, okay? So you don't know you know the answer. You just have to guess whether or not Millennial Randy will know the answer. When in doubt, the Millennial doesn't know. Let's do an example here. Uh, this one doesn't count. Let's just see how, how good Randy is at TV doctors. Randy, this doctor's name was uh, Douglas Doogie Hauser. Douglas Doogie Hauser. What TV show is that doctor on? Okay, Doogie Howser. Oh, that was that uh, NCIS. <laughs> no? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he had a guest, a cameo on <laughs> NCIS. Uh, Dr. Doogie Howser was actually on a show called Doogie Howser, MD. Oh. Yeah. 
the young kid doctor. All right, this is going to go swimmingly, guys. Uh, Brad and Jose, uh, just say no to all of these. I think we'll be okay. All right, you're, you're up first, Brad. Uh, this doctor's name is Dr. Doug Ross. Dr. Doug Ross. Will Millennial Randy know what TV show featured a doctor named Doug Ross? I'm going to go with a no. I'm going to go no uh, as well. Uh, Randy, Dr. Doug Ross was on what television show? Uh, Dr. Ross. Okay, you know, when I think of Ross, I think of Friends. Yes. You know, he was not a doctor. Yeah, well, he was. He did have his uh, PhD in our dinosaurs or something, so he was actually a doctor, yeah, but this is not Friends. Okay, Doug Ross. Doug Ross. I heard of that name before. Yeah. Where did I hear that name before? From a TV I show. TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, you probably won't get that. I, n- I wouldn't have known this. E.R. Oh, George Clooney. Oh, oh, was that Clooney's character? Yes. I never watched that show. It's I'm, a great show. Is if it you, really? If you want to go back and watch it, it's really good. Okay. Maya's binging uh, Grey's Anatomy right now, which is pretty good. Did you watch E.R. As a, when you were younger? Uh, here and there. Just uh, for Clooney. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just for Clooney. Of course. Of course. Right. Why else would I? Uh, all right. Uh, Jose, uh, this doctor is named... Uh, Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable. Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable. Will Millennial Randy know a TV show featured a doctor called Heathcliff Huxtable? Uh, I'm going to say a no. This one I think she might get. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm rooting for you, Jose. Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable was on what television show, Randy? You know, that's Mr. Pudding Pop himself. Uh, <laughs> that is on uh, the Cosby Show. That is correct. Everyone's for a while. Everyone's favorite OBGYN. Uh, not not so much anymore. But yeah, that's right. Cliff Huxtable was on the Cosby Show. All right, no point for you, Brad. That's okay. It's early on in the game, uh, or Jose rather. Brad's up. Brad, this uh, doctor was named Captain Benjamin Franklin Hawkeye Pierce. Surgeon Captain Benjamin Franklin Hawkeye Pierce. Will Millennial Randy know what TV show featured that doctor? Uh, I'm about to say no on that. Yeah, I think so, too. It's a little too old for Randy. Surgeon Captain Benjamin Franklin Hawkeye Pierce was on what TV show, uh, Randy? Hawkeye. 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 You said it's too old for me, so this is old. Okay? This is an old so show, like, yes. Um, What's his name? Captain who? <laughs> Surgeon Captain Benjamin Franklin Hawkeye Pierce. Everyone just called hey. him Hawkeye. Wasn't there a doctor on Gilligan's Island? There was. What was his name? The Professor. That was the closest we got to a doctor. Uh, that's uh, The show was MASH. Hawkeye Pierce. Oh, Alan Alda dang. on MASH. All right, end of round one of Millennial Match Game. Deborah Green, what is the score? Bread two, Jose, yet to score. Round two of Millennial Match Game TV Doctor Edition on the Mark Aram Show continues, as always, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. Jose is up. Jose Will Millennial Randy know a television show starred a doctor named Dr. Jack Shepard? Dr. Jack Shepard. I'm going to say yes. Oh, all right. Uh, It's a a newer show. There's a chance here, Randy. Dr. Jack Shepard. Dr. Jack Shepard. Don't get lost in the weeds on this. Just be really, really simple. Dr. Jack Shepard. Are you trying to give me a clue? Maybe. <laughs> okay, Weeds. The show Weeds. <laughs> that was good, considering the uh, the clue I gave you, but Lost. Oh, dang. <laughs> Dr. Jack Shepard and Lost. Did you guys watch Lost? 
I never did. I was addicted to that show. Really? We're starting it after I finish Oz. Yeah, have you seen it yet? No, we're going to start oh, it Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, we'll talk when that happens. All right, sorry, Jose, no point there. I tried to help you out. Uh, all right, Brad, here we go. Uh, TV Doctor edition of Millennial Match Game. Well, Millennial Randy, you know what show started? Doctor named Doctor, is it Michaela? Doctor Michaela Quinn. Doctor Michaela Quinn. What do you think, Brad? I'm going to go with yes on that. Oh, all right. Yes, Randy. A lot of faith. Dr. Michaela Quinn was a doctor okay. on what TV show? TV show. Okay. Michaela, that sounds like that sounds like a black name. Yes. I don't, I don't know a Dr. Michaela Quinn. Yes. Quinn, Quinn. Oh, so she black? You said she black? Well, it's I, I, <laughs> she's not blonde. Okay, so she's not black. Okay, so who is Michaela? Um, I, I got nothing. I have no idea. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman was the name of the show. Oh, God. What was the name of the actress? Jane Seymour? Jane Seymour. Oh, she oh was, I know Jane. She's so pretty. I love Jane Seymour. All right, uh, Jose is up on Millennial Match Game. Uh, this doctor's name, uh, Jose, was Dr. Philip Chandler. Dr. Philip Chandler. Will Millennial Randy know a TV show star Dr. Philip Chandler. Um, probably yes. Now, Jose, say no. <laughs> say no, Jose. Come on. Say no. I want All you right, to get I'm on the board. Yeah. No. yeah, yeah. That's this is a definite no. I wouldn't have known this either. <laughs> Doctor Philip Chandler, Randy. Uh, what uh, what TV show had a doctor named Philip Chandler? Well, shout out to Chan Chan. <laughs> but, um, doctor, okay, so he, so he thought I was going to get it right. So that makes me feel like this had to be somebody of color. I don't know why I keep thinking that. So this is a black doctor. I'm getting that clue, right? I, I have no idea. Uh, I never watched this show, to be honest with you. Philip a, Chandler is his name. Philip Chandler. Philip. Come, come on, come on. Give me a clue. I, I, I don't know. I didn't watch the show. <laughs> uh, what's the man name was in uh, with, uh, Mel Gibson? Him. Danny Glover. No, that ain't you said the name of the show. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Listen, take this ish elsewhere and give me an answer, Randy. Uh, elsewhere. <laughs> I'm not going to. I want Jose to get a point. Uh, Saint Elsewhere was the name oh, of the Denzel Washington. Oh, is that who it was? Oh, shoot. Yeah, that's I never old, old. I never saw that show. All right, um, I'm sorry. Well, you, know, you got a point, Jose. You're good. All right, Brad, here we go. Uh, this doctor's name was. Dr. Leonard H. Bones McCoy. Dr. Leonard H. Bones McCoy. Will Millennial Randy know what doctor, uh, what TV show featured that doctor? I'll go with a no on that one. I think so, too. Dr. Leonard H. Bones McCoy. Bones McCoy was the uh, doc's name. What TV show is that, Randy? See, I was going to say Bones, but then you said Leonard, and, like, she was a woman, so Leonard ain't a woman name. No, so, that's correct. Leonard Bones McCoy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Leonard Bones. That's a good name for a doctor. Bones, right? Bones McCoy. So is it called Bones? No, no. Bones Thugs. Oh. Bone Thugs in Harmony. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this. I thought if you were gonna get one, I thought would have been this. Uh, apparently, uh, Millennial Randy, not a Trekkie. Uh, oh heck no. Star Trek. Star Trek. Well, you, Chuck, you've seen the newer ones. Did they bring Bones back in the in the newer ones? Yeah, they did. All right, so there was a chance she could have gotten that one. All right, uh, mercifully, round two of Millennial Match Game ends. What is the score, Deborah Green? All right, Brad's got three and Jose's got one. All right, Jose, you're not out of it. We'll come back, finish up Millennial Match Game. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk.
Final round of Millennial Match Game continues on the Mark Aram Show. As always, brought to you by, sponsored by our buddies at Rocco's European Garage. What is the score, Deborah Green, and who is up? All right, Brad has three, Jose has one, and it is Jose's turn. Jose, uh, will Millennial Randy know a TV show? These are famous TV doctors, by the way, folks, if you're just joining us. Will she know what TV show featured a doctor named Dr. Nick Riviera? Dr. Nick Riviera. Uh, I want to say no. All right. Uh, Randy, if you get this one, I'll be very proud of you. Dr. Nick Riviera was on what television show, Randy? If I get it right, if you give me some money. $7. Dr. Nick, because that's from The Simpsons. I remember that one. <laughs> I owe $7 to Randy on Venmo. <laughs> Good job. Sorry, Jose. I tried to give you one uh, that she might know, and she actually knew it. All right, uh, Brad, you're up. Uh, Millennial Match Game TV Doctors. This doctor's name is Dr. Gregory House. Dr. Gregory House. Will Millennial Randy know a TV show featured Dr. Gregory House? Definitely going to go with the estimate. All right. Dr. Gregory House was on what television show, Randy? My favorite show before I went off, and that was House, the Grumpy Doctor. I never saw that show either. I guess I'm oh, not into good. medical drama. It was drama. pretty good, too. Really? Yeah. That was good. All right, we can squeeze one more in for you, Jose. Uh, this doctor was Dr. Dana Scully. Dr. Dana Scully. Will Millennial Randy know a TV show featured Dr. Dana Scully? Uh, I know. It's a no. Uh, Dr. Dana Scully was on what TV show, Randy? FBI Files, mm-hmm, with Mulder. Uh, it's X-Files. I love that show. X-Files. Same it's not, it's it's not right. the same. Whatever gets the Jose the point, we'll give Jose the point. Uh, what is the final score in Millennial Match Game, Deborah Final Green? score, Brad with four, Jose with two. Great job, both of you guys. Unfortunately, uh, my dear friends, we do not have any prizes yet because of the COVID, but uh, you guys were both fantastic. Thanks for listening. Thanks for playing. Randy, tell us about your podcast. Yes, guys, be sure to follow my podcast, Black Educated and Broke, as well as the Power Pod. Randy, the goddess on Millennial Match Game. Good to hear your voice, Randy. Uh, Chris Chandler with some breaking news next, then uh, coming back strong on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Lois Griffin, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 639, 55 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Monday through Friday. Coming up in one hour, Johnny Kilbasa with the final football minute of the year and a fast food review. We are going to have some fun, but I want to update the story we talked about last week. A uh, horrible story out of uh, out of Dunwoody where, uh, you remember this, Deborah, the four-month-old baby died in the daycare. Uh, it's awful. Yeah, just an awful story. And I don't like covering awful stories, but this, is, this one hits really close to home to a lot of folks driving home right now. I know a lot of parents out there listening and very uh, attentively to this story. We have an update on that story. Joining us from Channel 2 Action News, normally my AM news buddy, but now he's uh, doing the PM news. It's Steve Gelbach. What's going on, Steve? Yeah, we're both awake here. <laughs> Good to hear from you, Mark. Is this permanent? I, have I lost you from mornings? What's going on? I'll be back. I'll be back. Uh, right. they, needed, the they needed the heavy hitter for sweeps on the uh, in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, news. February, day side shift. There you yeah, go. They, but obviously have to cover something as horrible as this is, is not fun. Um, but you were talking about it and just going over these arrest warrants and police reports today, I just learned a lot more about what investigators think happened and where these murder charges come from. He's charged with felony murder here, the owner of the daycare. And really it comes down to two things. It's going to come down to whether she placed this infant, a four month old little baby boy face up face down in the crib, the pack and play that the little boy was in. 
but I think the bigger question, if this ever gets to trial, or once it does go to trial, is what happened after that. And there's 158 minutes. I had to get out my calculator and do the math. There was a time between when she put the baby in the crib to the next time she comes back. This is according to the police report and investigation. There's a two-and-a-half-hour-plus time period, 158 minutes, where she doesn't check on the baby. And that's when, uh, you know, the the baby either, you know, asphyxiated. We don't know how he died yet, but that's where this case is going to come down to talking after to, reading all these reports. Talking to Steve Gelbach from Channel 2 Action News. Uh, who is charged and, 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 and why murder for, for something like this? Well, her name is Amanda Hickey. She's the owner of Little Lovely. It's an in-home daycare in Dunwoody. And last Wednesday, little Charles Miller, he's the victim here, little baby Charlie, was put down. She says she put him down at 106 and says she, put him down face up like you would any infant according to the police report they have video that they've watched from in this in-home daycare that says that she put him face down and didn't check on him then for so long afterward and that's where this felony murder charge comes in and a cruelty to children charge that's why it's a felony murder because that was a felony that took place and it's just this isn't you know some just, you know, startup daycare. She's been doing this for 10 years in her home. These infants were between birth and two years old. She's really, it seems like, well-known, well-liked. A lot of people have used her, have never had a problem. And today I did find out from the state, now she's licensed to have six babies under her care at this in-home daycare. She had eight, according to the police report, that day, including little baby Charlie. That's another thing that comes into play here. And there's just one line that I can't get over that in this report it says, the video that they've watched reveals, quote, other actions which are under investigation. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is there anything else that was going on in this home, any other kind, kind of abuse? I, I don't think so. I think it's just going to come down to what happened during that time where the baby was unsupervised. And, and, and it goes back to the in-home daycare question. It was a few years ago. We had a similar case in Alpharetta. It was a three-year-old who was yeah. killed. And if you remember that, he, I, he got into, like, kind of a – you know, strangled himself with some twine on his playground equipment at the home daycare. And, and, and that jury in that case found the daycare owner uh, acquitted her. I mean, they, they, they didn't charge her. So she was charged with murder, but then was, uh, you know, the jury didn't find those charges were proven. So I don't, I don't have kids, go. so I wouldn't have known that. Chuck, you, you have a newborn, Jackson Abernathy, Hainsbridge third. Would you know not to put the baby face down on the, on the crib? I have no 100%. idea. Hundred percent. That's common knowledge. Then yeah. Longoria, you back me up on that. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's just like for but, yeah, that's. But it's changed over time. Like you know, when we were kids, it was different. And it yeah. Changed back, and it, there's a whole thing about back and understood. Like, that just but seems, now it's you're not yeah. supposed to pay like a patient. murder charge for yeah. that seems severe to me, Steve. Is that an overreach? Well, I mean, that's what this is going to come down to. She claims now, and you look at what she tells them. She says that she put him face up. And then the baby must have rolled over because the mom said that he just learned how to roll over four months that week. Uh, I think the question is really going to come in is the supervision. And did she check on him from 106 in the afternoon when she put him down for the nap to 344 when she calls 911? And there's video of this whole entire, you know, time period supposedly in that room of these cribs of these little babies. And, you know, and that's what's going to, I think, come to play if this ever gets to a trial. Uh, I'm glad you came on the show. I wish it was for a better story, Steve. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Steve G W S B. Uh, I look forward to you uh, rejoining us in the mornings, buddy. Miss you. Yeah, we'll see you bright and early. Enjoy sleeping in though every day. That's got to be like a vacation for you. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> no naps, though. No naps. No naps. All right. Steve Gelbach from Channel 2 Action News. Uh, your immediate reaction to this, I, I have no knowledge of, of anything about this, but I don't know. That seems... Murder seems a little, you know, severe of a charge. I know she might be held uh, accountable for this, but that seems like, uh, I don't know. Your thoughts. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Following up on this uh, just horrible story out of Dunwoody, a toddler dies in daycare, and the owner of the daycare now charged with second-degree murder. I don't know how you parents do it, man. Looking at you, Longo and Chuck, like... I, I I won't take Bosco to doggy daycare. <laughs> I know it's I'm I'm lucky in the fact that I don't have to. Like I can, right, I can do right. it. But <sighs> just to put your parent, trust in somebody else to take care of your yeah, kids. Yeah, that's so. like I, I I don't trust anyone to take care of my dog, let alone the baby. That's you know? that's got is that the toughest part of being a parent, guys? Pretty yeah. much one of them, yeah. 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 And the lack of sleep uh, that <laughs> Chuck mentions all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's just a horrible story. So I just want your reaction, uh, folks, on this. I don't know. I don't know anything about babies, so I'm so out of depth here. But that that's it. a second-degree murder charge for not putting the baby in on, on its back? I don't know. Maybe that's common knowledge. And obviously, if you're run a daycare, you should know that. Uh, Nick joins us in Woodstock. Nick, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. What's going on, man? Great to talk to you again. Likewise, my friend. What's cooking? <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence about it. I mean, I'm a dad. I've got two small girls, one that's five, one that's about to be a year old on the 20th. And, I mean, it's just always been common knowledge for me since I became a parent, you know, that they tell you back is best. Now, yeah. whether or not this lady actually put the child on their back, if she did, I don't think it constitutes a, a second-degree murder charge, you know, because they have a thing called SIDS. You know, sudden infant death. Sure, yeah. It happens all the time. But if she did put the baby face down, I mean, I don't know. It could go either way. If she's ran this daycare for, I think, what Steve was saying earlier, 10-plus years. Long time. Yeah, a long time. I think that, you know, then in that questionable actions under investigation, you know, then that could constitute maybe something else was going on. But if she truly put the baby on the back, I don't think it constitutes it, but there's no telling either yeah. way. Well, Steve mentioned there's videotape. I don't know if it's it's conclusive yet. What about the fact that uh, it was of two hours that she didn't check on the baby for two hours? That seems like a long time. That is a long time, yeah. yeah. Especially for some for a four-month-old, you should you probably check more on often. them more often. How often do you check on, uh, on your son, Chuck, uh, who's now six months old? Seven. Seven months seven. old. Like, how often do you have to check on him? Uh, we've got him on baby monitors and everything, yeah. so I don't have to check on him that often, but we still do. Like, I, I would never go how long she went. Two and a half a hours. hours whatever, yeah. But I also probably don't have 10 or 15. Ten, yeah. God knows how many kids are running true, around true. daycare. Uh, Mike's in Atlanta. Mike, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? I'm well, thanks. What are your thoughts on this horrible story? So, I've got five kids in two and a half hours and not checking on a child at four months of age. Hey, it's called sleeping through the night. You know, kids do it. At, at some ages as, as early as one month yeah. and parents don't wake up every three hours i don't think there's ever going to be a jury of at least people like me that actually took care of kids as babies and uh, this kid knew how to flip over i guess you know the video will show whether mm-hmm. the lady had them on the on the back of the belly that's the first question but after that to go two and a half hours my friend that's not murder that's normal parenting i would imagine unless the the authorities have more information that they have not released i would think 
like maybe like a negligible homicide charge or something like that? Something. I, I'm not a lawyer, but I'll just tell you the word murder does not fit with a child dying unless she shook the baby, unless something else happened that, we, yeah. Yeah, like you said, we don't know about. There's something something in this story that doesn't fit because yeah. the police know this too and well there's i mean steve steve alluded to the fact that there might be more stuff you know to be revealed uh going on in that daycare but the but from what we know right now that she's accused of putting the baby face down and not checking for two and a half hours i mean she's in the wrong for the face down thing i guess but t- is that premeditated murder that seems to me more of a homicide charge, if anything. Uh, Rick's in Carrollton. Rick, real quick, what do you think on this story, bud? Hey, buddy, she'll never be convicted. Uh, there's no way. She ran the daycare 10 years, and I, I don't think there's no way she'll ever be convicted of murder on that. Maybe a bit of negligence on the three-hour, two-and-a-half-hour deal, but there's no jury ever going to convict her. Yeah, I think you're right. But, again, not all the facts are in. And, and we'll see what uh, the folks up and done what he come up with. But we'll, we'll, I'll monitor the situation. I just tip my hat to you parents out there. I, I don't... I, uh, reason number 3,017 why I don't have kids. Right. I'd, be, I'd have an ulcer long How do you not have an ulcer? I, I don't know. I may. I Chuck, know. how do you not have an ulcer? <laughs> or two That's or tough. three? One for each kid. Uh, your thoughts on, on the story if you want to chime in. and, and it's, uh, You know, the toughest part about it being a parent. What's the toughest part about being a parent. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole family here tonight, Devara Green, the executive producer of the program, Longoria, the stoic skinny Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, Low T Chuck, back from vacation. Uh, Before we uh, push any further, how was your vacation, Chuck? What did you do? What, uh, What did we miss? It was good. We, uh, it, my wife, we went on a little trip for her fortieth birthday. Oh, that's right! Happy fortieth to hot neighbor. Did you, uh, did you leave the kids or did you take them? No, no, no. We left the kids. See, that, I don't know how you do that. Was well, it, I left was, one with my parents? Yeah, I know. That's so what that's I'm saying. Ah, <laughs> they raised you. I yeah, mean, yeah. Well, did you want it? You want to divulge where you guys went or no? No, nah, we're good. All right. Will you tell me off the air? Sure. Oh, okay, cool. So it's just for, for family to know. Yeah. Hedonism? Is that the name of oh, it? Yeah. Am I pronouncing that right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dang, I wish I could remember the guy's name in that video. Uh, anyway, uh, Super Bowl recap. What did you guys do, Longoria? Did you, uh... Uh, I watched the game with the family. And those Just did... at home? Yeah, yeah. Cooking? I did. I smoked some chicken. Some chicken wings and chicken breasts. Nice. Uh, Devara, what did you guys do for the big game? Our neighbor came over for the first half, and then his wife made him go home for the second half. Um, was his wife with him? No, no. He came she, over by himself. Yeah. And she called him, like, Steve, yeah, get home. He's Lebanese, so he's yeah. just kind of starting getting into American sports. Yeah. Um, but she's French and doesn't understand why he wanted to watch it anyway, so oh. she called and made him come home at the halftime. Do you want me to teach you some bad Lebanese words? No, I think he'll do that on his own. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. So this, I'll, I'll get back to what I did. I just heard this. Speaking of Lebanese. One of my best friends uh, from growing up, Ted, uh, Lebanese. Uh, there was a big Lebanese community in my 
uh, hometown, and he told me the story over the weekend. We did a Zoom call with a bunch of us, and this is just, I, I don't know why I'm telling this is awful, but his cousin uh, in Lebanon um, was invited to a, a wedding, and the family was like, don't go, it's, you know, COVID, I guess it's still pretty bad in Lebanon, please don't go to this wedding, it's just dumb, you know, think about your family, whatever. She went to the wedding, got COVID, gave it to her dad, the dad died. Not only that, Jeez. everyone at the wedding got it, and the groom's parents died. Dang. Seriously? Yeah. Like, I was like, this is the worst COVID story I've heard. Holy mackerel. The the groom's parents uh, died because of COVID at the wedding. Anyway, I'm sorry to bring you down on that. Um, Good grief. Maya and I hung out with her best friend and her boyfriend, and we, we had, like, a, uh, just this... So many different foods. It was so good. But uh, the game was okay. I was rooting for Tom Brady for the first time in my life. That I was, know, right? That was a unique feeling. Uh, he is the goat of goats. I mean, there's just no question about it. He, he, dude's my age, and he's out there just slinging the rock and winning Super Bowls and not eating uh, tomatoes. He doesn't eat tomatoes. Really? Tomatoes are gross. He doesn't eat shade vegetables. What is it called, Deborah? There's some sort oh, of... Oh, dark dark shade, dark... Something. Yeah. Dark night. Dark night. Yeah. <laughs> dark it, it's night all, it's off of the same plant. The tomato is like off that. eggplant, uh, right. tomato. Like, what the hell's going on? Anyway, uh, I just want to spend uh, a couple minutes on this. We are obviously not the goat, like Tom Brady's the goat. But I think we we all have a skill that, that puts us in that... Um, in that level of, of greatness. Okay. That might not be being a quarterback. Right. But I think, like, if, if My I... My ability to avoid work. Yes. Like, Chuck is, is the goat <laughs> of slacking off, right? You're, I mean, you might have to be the best of all time, but you're in the discussion. I got to be in the discussion. Yeah, Chuck least. is in the discussion yeah, of top avo- five. avoiding work. For me, so I was thinking about this. I'm not really... I don't have a standout skill that is uh, that you can monetize. Uh, but I think my greatest skill is... Being able to shave at three in the morning without cutting myself. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't think you guys could shave without cutting yeah. yourself at three in the morning. No. To me, I could do it blindfolded. It's like, yeah, because you're so used to it. So that's my, that's the closest I'll ever get to goathood, being the greatest of all time <laughs> at something. What's the closest you, you could get to goathood? What skill do you have that puts you in the, in the top 1% of, of anyone that does that thing? 404 872 0750 1 800 WSB Talk. Michelle joins us in Atlanta, wants to talk about the uh, Dunwoody story. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Mark. Thanks for calling in. What do you think? Okay, so I started a family daycare when my son was a baby, you know, because I was nursing. I wanted to stay home with them. Yeah. And apparently there's ongoing classes that you have to take on SIDS. So many of the people that were in the class that I took, it was like 10 ladies, they said that it happens. It, like eight of those women had already lost a baby. Wow. And that that scared me so bad that I said, I'm not taking babies. I yeah. said, well, you have to because that's where your money comes from. No, no, that's, so, that's, too, that's too. So I got a text from my mom via the Piccadilly text line. And so when I was a kid, Michelle, they were always taught to put babies on their bellies in case they spit up, they don't choke. And I remember that in college, like that was the thing. If you're drunk, don't, and you're like, you drank too much, right. Longoria. Don't go home and sleep on your back. Isn't that how, uh, what's his name died? Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Like, like he was That's on his right. back and threw up. So I don't know when that switched or what's going on, but w- what do you think about the, the babies on the belly or the back? No, they were saying in the, the training, it's like it's, it's mandatory training from the Department of Human uh, Resources because they check on you regularly, you know, to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to, and they don't know. So there's no definitive there, answer. There's, no, there there's no definite answer, and they don't know what causes SIDS. They just try to make sure that people are, um, 
not putting the babies at a certain position in a crib, meaning that a lot of times they'll fall to the side and choke. But they can't say whether it's back or side uh, or front. But well, that's, that's I can so say much... that the only thing she did probably that might get her in some trouble after all is said and done is she was over her capacity. Yeah. And they said there might be other stuff. I mean, this is just the beginning of the investigation. So we'll see. We'll see where the investigation goes. I, I could never do that. Maybe I could run a daycare with like eight year olds. Like, all right, let's go play basketball. You know, <laughs> let's go play basketball. Something like, well, let's go play wiffle ball. Yeah. I could do that. Be like Adam Sandler. Yeah. When he's like, what exactly. was that? Dodgeball. Uh, dodgeball. <laughs> but I couldn't t- I couldn't take care of babies. No way. Uh Fernando's in Mableton. What's going on, Fernando? Hey guys. Um just wanted to say like uh, one of the toughest things I think uh, comes with being a parent is when you have uh, you know, children that are extremely young, talking like a toddler. Mm-hmm. Um, which um I like I have a one year old, he just turned one years old today. And um uh, when they're ill or falling sick and you know, and they just have no way of telling you what's going on with them. Um, that's the most painful, like, uh, situation I feel like uh, being in, as I was recently in that situation with my son. So you, so the kids he are sick, tell, and they can't communicate what's wrong, what yeah, hurts, or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all we knew is that he had a fever that just came out of nowhere. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, coronavirus, what, yeah, like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, so uh, that's all I want to say on that note, though. All Other right. That, y'all have a great night. Happy birthday to your uh, kid, Fernando. Yeah, absolutely, thanks. Good job. A one year, one year, one. How do you say that? One year old. One, one year, year old. One year old. Twelve month old. A Twelve month old. Thank you, Longoria. <laughs> Getting me out of the weeds. <laughs> yeah. Sean up on the Mark Aram show. Sean is the goat at what? What are you the best at, buddy? Getting in trouble with my wife. Oh well, you're. It's a, hopefully that's just a one man operation. There's not you know there aren't other husbands competing with that. But oh you, God, no, there is. There is. Give me an example of how you get in trouble with wifey. I wake up. <laughs> this sounds like a loving marriage. It sounds sounds oh, great. <laughs> it's great. You know, I drove twelve hundred or well, moved twelve hundred miles to uh, to be with her. Now I'm uh, I'm I just like to think that I'm great at being a father. That's it, man. That's hey, if, if you're the best at that, uh, you got to compete with my dad, who I personally think is the best dad of all time. Uh, runner up is uh, was Longoria. Now I'm not so sure anymore. <laughs> Okay. I think you're a good dad. Like I put doubt in you. I don't, I don't know if you're top five anymore. Okay. All right. I mean, you're a good dad yeah, for yeah. sure. Chuck, but for all the 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 angst I give Chuck, I think he's a really good dad. I try. Yeah. Aside from the drinking beer and he's eating better hot dogs, than me. Is that what you're saying? I, I didn't say that. Oh. Yeah, well, you said I wasn't a good dad, but he's a good. dad. No, I said you are a good oh. dad. You're not top five. No. Chuck also a good dad. Also not top. Definitely five. not top okay. five. Erickson's a better dad than both of you. Oh. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, he, he just bakes all the time. Well, he has more <laughs> money than we takes? do too. Yeah, well, he has more money. <laughs> he he cinnamon roll. Yeah, cinnamon. You see what he makes his kids oh, for yeah, breakfast? Yeah. So unbelievable. He cures his own ham. Yeah, I'm guy. not. Uh, yeah, I'm not waking up and making them that. Yeah, yeah I know. You won't even like. Oh yeah, that's why you're not because you won't let the kids <laughs> in the bedroom. You would have been. You would have been top five. Trust me, trust me, I'm top five for just that alone. Longoria, I'm. I'm what what I'm, they don't see in that room is saving their their no, lives. I know what's in Here's what I hope for you, okay? Me? And I mean this because I love you like a brother. Okay. I hope that when your daughters eventually go to therapy, they're old enough to pay for it on their own. <laughs> right? Like I don't want them in therapy at 16 where right. you're still on the hook. Yeah. But like they're 25 and okay. they're like, oh, my freaking dad wouldn't let me in the room. <laughs> like. I, I don't want you to have to. I don't want you to have to pay those therapy bills. Okay. Okay. Like if it happens at fourteen, you're yeah, screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got you got a, the therapy bills, then you got college, I'll and then you got wedding. Drop them off at your house. 
for therapy? Yeah. What am I going to tell them? I'll side with them. I'll be like, yeah, it's messed up, man. Your parents screwed you up. Good. So that's my wish for you is that the therapy starts in their mid-20s when they're, when they're out of the house. Dave's in Norcross. Dave, you are the greatest of all time at what, my friend? I'm a pretty good joke teller. I have a clean, quick corona joke. May I tell it? Fire away, brother. Before the coronavirus, I used to cough to cover up when I was going to fart. Now I fart to cover up when I'm going to cough. I'm trying to think if I've done that. I'm trying. I still won't. Uh, that's a good joke, by the way, Dave. I'll give you. I'll, uh, that was good, clean. Yeah, I was, it was hoping for that, yeah. but I appreciate the word. No, that was very good. Um, I've been married to Maya since September 12th. I still will not toot in front of her. What? On, yeah. I've never been able to do that. With all your bathroom issues? Yeah. Really? Never... Yeah. yeah. Uh, not I mean, even a silent, like, just one, like, you squeaked one out he, by accident? Oh, I've, I've done it by accident. But, I, but I will, you don't just let it go. Yeah, I will never attend. I will excuse myself. Oh, man, to it's, the, a, it's, a, it's, it's a freeing moment when you yeah. start to do I've, that. I've been with you get there. Ever I've done. I'll throw I'll you do, a party. Like, obviously, long ago, I, I do that with you all the time. Yeah, but, yeah. you come in here to do it. Yeah, I've never just do it. Just to annoy yes, me. Yes, exactly. But I've never been in a relationship with a woman where I felt, I just, uh, it's disrespectful. Oh, for crying out loud. Oh, good Lord. It's disrespectful. <laughs> good Lord. It is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It, You're crazy. Deborah, did your husband uh, pass gas in front of you? Not purposefully. Yeah. Th- really? See, he's he's yeah. a good English Whoa. gentleman. Oh, I saw an English movie I want to talk to you okay. about when we come back. Right. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. We're entering the portion of the show where things go off the rails, so this could be fun. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Still to come, Johnny Kilbasa with the... Final football minute of the year and a fast food review. Uh, the one-eyed bandit, Russ in Gainesville, joins us on the Russ, program. come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Uh, you still got the patch on, Russ? No, I uh, took it off yesterday. Under doctor's orders, or you just got sick of it? Yeah, there wasn't. I really didn't have to wear that patch, but the thing they gave me was ugly. <laughs> so you wanted something... It's a thing you- you, you tape it on your face. I didn't want to walk around with something like that, so that's why I bought the patch. I got you. Are you mending well? Everything okay? Yeah, I, I, I like it a lot. You know, I'm, when this thing fixes itself, I have twenty fifteen vision. That's amazing. Good for you, Russ. Bionic eyes. I'm going to see how that changes your, uh, your your women's selection, your female selection, when you have good vision now. You'll uh, be able to see them from even farther away. Exactly. Like, who's that by the dumpster? <laughs> um, what, what did you do for the Super Bowl, Russ? Uh, you know, it's funny. I went over to uh, my friend's house, and they're all from Tampa, so there was a lot of screaming going on. Yeah, they they were very <laughs> excited. Yeah, yeah. That was I, I mean, that was surprising the the margin of victory. Uh, I thought Tampa had a chance, but I didn't think I didn't see that coming, Russ. It was a great game. Halftime was kind of a. <clears throat> I I kind of like missed the halftime show. I saw like two minutes of it, <laughs> and I went to the kitchen and ate some more. So I I mean, it, it seemed to get hand on social media. I don't know. Deborah, you're the musical. I don't know why people, well, okay, I know why. Men were upset they couldn't watch Jennifer Lopez on a stripper yeah. pole. I get it. The dude writes love songs. He played all of his hits. Yeah. I thought he had interesting visuals. Like, I, I recognized all the songs, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he just wasn't crazy over the top. He didn't need 15 costume changes. He sounded like he sounds on his records. 
Apparently, that's just not enough for people. Was but, he the least famous halftime show performer of all time? I mean, he's fairly new to the yeah, scene. If you're not saying. into that, so probably. Look, there's only one Prince, and you're never going to top him. Yeah. You know, well, but I, he's I never thought it was. Back. I, thought, I thought it was fine for who he was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't know how many songs of his that I knew. Uh, so. That's the thing. Like, once you hear him, you're like, oh, yeah. I know that one. Oh, I know I've, that heard one. That on yeah. I've heard that on B98. I've heard that on B98. I've heard that on B98. Russ, uh, anything else of, uh, socially? Ladies, anything? You know, um, you mentioned Jimi Hendrix a little while ago. You know, I saw him. Perform or at, like, the grocery yep. store? Yeah, I was only 10 years old, but I saw him. I've still got the ticket somewhere. Your, your dad lets you go to a Hendrix concert at 10? He was there. Yeah. It was the What do you mean? Oh, your dad was there. Your dad was there. All right. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, just but to help was... out Longoria, um, did your dad pay for your therapy, or did you do it on your own? What therapy? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I think Longoria. Yeah, if he didn't get therapy, then my kids ain't getting Well, I know. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. sure. And we see how Russ turned out. Yeah. Russ, did your dad let you go in his bedroom at all ever? Uh, I didn't do it while he was there. Oh, all right. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. And, and, then, and now we have Russ. And now we have Russ. Russ, love you, buddy. Russ, love you. He Russ. went when they weren't there, and that's what he found. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Longoria. Just trying to save you some therapy money. Uh, when we come back, Bob, Philip, and Johnny Kilbasa, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, if you want to see Randy on my Instagram story, it's on Instagram right now, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Back after this. What's up, everybody? This is Johnny LaQuasto. And sure, you probably don't know who I am, but whenever I'm in Atlanta, I listen to the Mark Aram show. He's the man. Oxacamelina, kangaroo. It's Monday. It's the Mark Aram show. It's 736. It's 50 degrees on Peachtree Street. Johnny Kilbasa coming up in just a second. Want to finish up your calls, though, before we get to the final football minute of the year and uh, a fast food review, which is perfect because I'm starting to get hungry again. Bob joins us in Duluth. Duluth. Duluth is on fire. What's going on, Bob? Mark, I have to say I love your show, but I am thoroughly disappointed in you today. Oh, boy. What did I do, Bob? Your approach to marital flatulence. It's troubling. I, you, and I'm, I hate, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the high road, I think, when it comes to that. That's, you, you disagree? Am I setting the bar too well, high? No, for... you are taking the high road, and that's the problem. Okay. Uh, the idea that you represent one one-hundredth of the <laughs> husband population is disappointing. Is it, is, could it factor in that I'm a newlywed and maybe you know, things will change over time? There's a lot of truth to that statement, yes, yeah. and, and I feel confident and I'm hopeful that uh, <laughs> that will change over time. And I don't want to be the one to descend a high-quality show such as yours to the depths that we've now brought it to, <laughs> but I thought that it needed to be mentioned, and that's all I'll say. All right, I understand. I've, I've disappointed some listeners. I, well, I had one lady tweet me that she was proud of me, but uh, a lot of dudes are like, what are you doing? Why would you say that? I don't know. I just, I've never, I guess I was raised right, Longoria. I guess that would be the. <laughs> okay. Is that, is that how you want to? Yeah. The, is, that is that because your mom's listening? No. I, I yeah. mean, it's just, that's just, I mean, it's, I'm not mm -hmm. a disgusting uh, human being. Yeah, I mean, everybody does it, so. Yeah, of it's course. Not, not and like, I, I, it's not like you're hiding why, something. Why, it's like why, she doesn't think that you do it. I like, put yourself through the discomfort. Just let them go. Yeah. It's fine. Because out of love. That's oh, why. for crying out loud. I put, Lord. I put myself 
in the traffic center. I won't do it in front of any female. Well, I won't do it in front of anybody here. else yeah. either. I won't do it in front of Deborah. Notice how he won't do it in there, but so why won't you do it to us? Yeah, why won't you do it in front of Deborah, but you'll do it in front of your wife? Because you have I'm not, to do everything in front of your spouse. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, I mean yeah. yeah, sickness no. and health. I mean, you see a lot of stuff. <laughs> you see like, a lot after of stuff when you're married. I yeah. mean, you obviously know that. So you respect your second one, Deborah, more than Leslie. Just, just so I just want to get on the record, right? No, now. I wouldn't say that. I would say that I would, I wouldn't do that in front of her because I wouldn't want to put her more to comfortable. That. With my yeah, wife. Leslie, I'm more comfortable with my wife. I've known her twenty years. Him. You're worried about HR? Is that an HR issue? <laughs> it could be. What about in your in front of your mother-in-law? In front of my mother-in-law? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If I'm doing it in front of her daughter, what, what does my mother-in-law right, have anything Keep it in do? the family. I like it. <laughs> Philip in Canton. Philip, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Yeah, thank you. What went, what went wrong with the with, with the Kansas City Chiefs Chief during the Super Bowl? Uh, they, they just got outcoached, I think. I, I think that, they, you know, on both sides of the ball, they got outcoached. So, the what else went wrong? Interceptions, penalties. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a plethora of reasons why Kansas City lost that game. Wow, that they blew it big time. Yeah, but I mean, at least uh, listen, they got there. They're going to get back again. They won last year. Uh, I'm not crying any tears for Kansas City. Did I break that down fair enough? Yeah, I, I put my sports yeah, hat on. That was fine. That was I right. think so, I guess. Right. So. Sounded good to me. All right, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight, oof, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I guess we're going to go from the least informed football take of the year just then to the most informed football take of the year coming up right here, Mark Aaron. With the football minute, indeed. But let's have the appetizer <laughs> first. That is the fast food review. What do we got on the menu tonight, big fella? Out with the old, in with the new. It seems like we just had a crescendo in football season, and now what do you know? We're already going to start looking to spring because, Mark, whether you like it or not, fish sandwich season is upon us. Because Lent is coming up, right, Deborah? When does... uh, Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, which I'm not Catholic, but I love Lent season because that's the uh, season of the fish sandwich, Johnny (laughs) K. It certainly is, and they can't start it too early at Arby's. So they're dragging out of the closet the old King's Hawaiian Fish Deluxe, everybody, if you're a big fan of those King Hawaiian buns. I think they're a little overrated myself, but hey... I'll still eat one if you're going to buy me one. King's Hawaiian Fish Deluxe, they're going to give you the tartar sauce. They're going to give you lettuce and tomatoes. They'll give you cheddar cheese on this one. It's the crispy fish filet and and then, of course, the King's Hawaiian bun. It's Alaskan Pollock for those of you keeping track at home. I was going to say, I remember they use an Alaskan fish uh, in Arby's fish sandwich. So that's that's something that breaks separates them. Usually it's North Atlantic cod for the other folk. Uh, but they go they go up to Alaska to get their their fish, right? And sometimes they're a little more. There's a panko breading fish sandwich they do. This isn't the panko breading fish sandwich. So this is just a fish deluxe sandwich out of Alaska. And so yeah, sometimes you can't tell which ocean they're going to get them out of this year. <laughs> Apparently, Alaska is the better ocean. Yeah, well, I think I think Arby's has connections in uh, the Great White North, and it's easier for them to get the Alaskan uh, fish as opposed to the North Atlantic cod. I think uh, yeah. the, the fillet of fish. 
Oh, there was some viral video the other day I saw. I should have sent it to you, Johnny. Uh, or no, it was a tweet. Oh, it was one of Chuck's uh, buddies on Twitter. I forgot who it was. Uh, some conservative commentator. He was so mad, he went to his local McDonald's and tried to order a McFish sandwich. And they're like, uh, we don't have a McFish sandwich, sir. <laughs> and he lost his mind. He's like, why Why is my McDonald's the only one that doesn't have the McFish sandwich? And it, the, everyone's like, "It's there's no McFish sandwich. It's the filet of fish." That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you're gonna about to throw a tantrum because you don't like King's Hawaiian buns and you're in Arby's, I got another option for you, okay. though, Mark. All right. They're just the simpler the simpler versions, just the crispy fish sandwich, same fish filet, same lettuce. They're gonna move it over to a sesame seed bun. Ooh. Take the cheese off of it, no tomatoes, but they do give you the tartar sauce. So there if you're you more of a purist. In your fish sandwich, that's going to be the one that competes directly with the uh, McFish or whatever you, that dude called it. <laughs> McFish sandwich. Excellent. Uh, I'm very happy fish season is here. And I, I'm hoping uh, Chick-fil-A brings back their fish sandwich because for something uh, that they don't do year-round, they really do a great fish sandwich. Plenty of information coming up throughout fish sandwich season only here on the Mark Arab Show, everybody. I guess uh, it makes sense though with the loaves and the fishes that Chick Fil A would would knock out a fish sandwich with with, with gusto, right? Like that makes yeah. sense. Um, all right, ready to do this football minute, Johnny K? One more time, everybody. What a football season it's been every week. Johnny K breaks down the weekend that was in the world of pigskin. This week, one game. It's the Super Dang Bowl. Everybody, go deep. It's the Super Bowl. Professional football championship week of the NFL. Still basketball season week in college. Now what do we do week in America? The 54th Bowl of Super took place in Champa Bay, home of the GOAT, the greatest professional football player of all time. Oh, wait, was it Super Bowl 50? I couldn't tell because of that goofy Super Bowl logo they used this year. All I know is that the Cleveland Browns last won an NFL championship the year before the Super Bowl, so there's that. Lots of people said this game wasn't that good. Lots of people said the weekend halftime show wasn't that good. I say hogwash. I thoroughly enjoyed everyone thinking Casey would cruise and that the GOAT was too old. The weekend went legend. Just ask your grandkids. Even with a bad toe, Patrick Mahomes was almost making a bunch of good plays. In fact, he may have had three of the top incomplete passes in Super Bowl history. Did you have Gronk, Antonio Brown both scoring touchdowns? I did. Did you have Tampa Bay winning? I did. Did you have the fourth score of the game being a safety? I did. Don't. If you didn't enjoy the weekend's performance, either A, not young enough, or B, not high enough, let's hope Tampa Bay doesn't become one giant Super Bowl spreader event. But if it does, hey, at least we had one more day in the sun before the long last trudge into spring ensues. Johnny K in the final uh, football minute of the year. Speaking of football, so Deborah gave, came up with some good uh, information here, Johnny, from our I friends did. at uh, DoorDash, right? So these are the state-by-state, uh, state, the most ordered item on Super Bowl Sunday from, from DoorDash. Um, any guesses on what the most uh, ordered item in uh, Georgia was, Longoria? If this is an obscure item. You probably won't get it. Mm. Sushi. It's a dessert. I'll tell oh, you that. Oh, it's a dessert. A dessert. Um, cake. Cake. Good, good guess. Uh, <laughs> Low T. Chuck, the most uh, Ida, uh, ordered item on Super Bowl Sunday in the state of Georgia via DoorDash. Pizza? A dessert. Oh, dessert. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Pizza could be a dessert. Yeah. I don't know. Cheesecake. Banana pudding. I was going to say that. Oh, you didn't good. ask me. Who orders well, banana I knew, pudding? I don't know. Well, Johnny, I knew you knew, Johnny. I'm sorry. <laughs> Johnny got the safety wrong, but he got the banana pudding right. That's insane. Uh, in Texas, uh, this this bothers me. 
Chips and queso. That's just offensive. Right? Like, don't yeah. you guys make your own chips and queso? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about getting it. Uh, this, it I, I can't read this map. And uh, this this really, uh, in, in Connecticut, it's salmon. What the heck? <laughs> and I was making fun of Rhode Island the other day, but uh, their most I, I ordered item on uh, Super Bowl Sunday, corned beef hash. I respect that. Uh, yeah, that's good. I respect. Here's one. New England uh, in Massachusetts, clam chowder. Like yeah, Massachusetts. I can get that. They should make their own clam chowder. That's like their chips and it's salsa. It's easier to order it. What's Ohio here, Deborah? Do you know? Don't give me the food, but you you can you know map where it Michigan out. is, right? No, uh, Johnny. What do you think? <laughs> Ohio, the number one uh, ordered food on Super Bowl Sunday in Ohio was. Uh, I'm gonna say it's just straight pizza. No. What is it, Deborah? Pulled pork. Pulled pork. So that mm. means Philly cheesesteaks in Pennsylvania. Yes. Oxtail in New York. Is that right? Is that uh, yeah, yeah, New York? yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, pretzels and beer dip in uh, pretzel, pretzels and beer dip in Maine. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Uh, what are those things in California called? That's the one on the far left. <laughs> it's just hard to read. Yeah, it's, so small. it's a very small thing. Chil- chil- chilaquis? Chiliques? Chiliques. Chili cheese dog in the state next to uh, is that Arizona. Arizona. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I make fun of Florida, but I respect this uh, DoorDash game day eat baby back ribs. That's that's pretty good. Um, let's see. Grilled kebabs in Oklahoma. What's to the northeast of Oklahoma, Deborah? To the northeast of it? Yeah. That is Colorado. No. The meatball That's one? northwest. Northeast. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, toasted ravioli. Missouri. Missouri, toasted ravioli. Not bad. And then northeast of them? The northeast rib- of that is Illinois. Illinois rib sandwich. I'm glad I have a geographical <laughs> whiz in here with me. Uh, and potato salad in South, South Carolina. Hush Puppies in North Carolina. Biscuits in Maryland? Am I getting Maryland right? Yeah. This All right. I was believing this until... what Johnny, what do you think the most ordered item on DoorDash was in West Virginia for Super Bowl Sunday? This is where the, the data falls apart for me. Uh, pork rinds. No. <laughs> Chuck, most or- ordered item in West Virginia of all places? Uh, cheese curds. Nope. Longoria? Tacos. Caesar salad. What? I don't think anyone. Yeah. yeah, there's no way. No. Unless there's only it one. It just came with everything, right? Yeah. Well, either there's just one person that has DoorDash in West Virginia, and that <laughs> that woman happened to order a Caesar salad because I can't believe that at all. All right, so there you go. Game day eats uh, banana pudding, nanner pudding here in Georgia. Johnny K, appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Johnny Kabas on Twitter, Johnny Kabas rocks on Instagram, and the Sausage Hut podcast over 400 episodes. Any pod app or JohnnyKabasa.com. Um, see you next football season. All things Kilbasa on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, brah. Anytime, bro. All right, we got one segment to go, uh, bringing this uh, show into the into the train station, then Georgia Bulldog programming, then Word on the Street with Shelly Milani. We'll be right back. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show straight ahead. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. I, I want to play this audio. Do you guys... Uh, Remember the streaker yesterday in the Super Bowl? They cut away on yes. TV. This is the radio audio from Westwood One. This is fantastic. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20. Down the middle. The 10. The 5. He slides at the 1. And they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. Oh, what a great. That's the greatest play-by-play call of ever. That's better than Hank Aaron's 750th home run. What a great job by that guy. Uh, Skeeter's in Marietta. Skeeter, real quick, buddy, what do you have? 
I wanted to ask Johnny while he was on the air, but he's gone now. Whatever happened to the KFC Chicken Littles? Does anyone remember those? Oh, the little chicken slider sandwiches, Chicken Little. Yeah, they, they're, they're sitting on like a two-and-a-half or three-inch square bun, kind of like a crystals. And uh, me and my buddies would, had gotten addicted to them in the evening, and all of a sudden they were gone. I will ask him. We'll have an answer on, on Wednesday. Have you tried the chicken slider at Arby's, though? No, there's not really. Arby's is way out of my way. Okay, but that's really good. And there's the cri- a Facebook page to bring back the Chicken Little. So the Chicken Little, li- Chicken Little, Chicken Little is gone. But maybe we can get Johnny K to, to move some things around the the game board and get him back for you, Skeeter. I thought maybe I may contact KFC and see what the status is because uh, those are popular. Yeah, they were great. But in the meantime, if you can't get to an Arby's, the Chicken Sliders are really good as well. Star of the show there, Longoria. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, Longoria's two daughters get star of the show tonight. Uh, again, I, I hope the uh, I hope the therapy comes in their in their twenties, so you don't have to pay for it, Longoria. I mean that with all due respect. Uh, I was asking for the money. Tomorrow we got little Sanjay and uh, other assorted goodies. We will continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.